everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Front. Thank you for tuning in. As always, you can check out the website at leadtheteam.net for free sales training, for motivational content, and for leadership tips. And if you would, make sure you cruise on over to leadtheteam.tv. Hit the subscribe button and look for new episodes of The Front every single Wednesday and Sunday. If you're interested in the audio podcast, those are on about every podcast platform out there. Google Play, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, you name it. Just type in The Front and Mike Phillips and it should come right up. Now, whether you're watching an episode of The Front or if you're tuned in and listening to the audio podcast, please participate in the comments down below. Share your thoughts and share your opinions. Heck, share the episode. I would sure appreciate that. Often those comments, opinions, and questions add to really excellent future shows. So today I am talking about when seeking expert advice or when asking for help right now on The Front. This show is about motivation, positive attitudes, and taking action. Let's get pumped. Forge the path. Get fired up. Thanks for tuning in to Lead the Teams, The Front. And now, your host, Mike Phillips. Yes, thank you so much for joining me today on The Front. My name is Mike Phillips and I will be your host. Today we're talking about when seeking out expert advice or when asking for help. And we're going to put a little bit different spin on it. One of the things that becomes really tough, let's say you've made it into a management role or a leadership position or someone views you as an expert in your field, right? Especially once you've made it to a leadership role, you're supposed to be the expert on some particular subject matter. And so one of the things that becomes really, really tough is what happens when you're the expert and you need expert advice. Who do you seek out? How do you ask for it? What, what, what methods do you use to approach or seeking out really good, solid knowledge when it comes to the thing that is supposed to be your area of expertise? Let me give you an example. Let's say you're a salesperson. You're a top performing salesperson. You kill it month in and month out, and all of a sudden you've hit a slump. We've all been there. We've all done it. You may be an outstanding salesperson, then all of a sudden, nothing. Kaput, Right? Who do you seek out? How do you approach it? And and you have to ask yourself, where do you turn to advice? Because traditionally, you're the person that people are turning to for advice. And then it becomes really scary if you're the if you're that top performer, if you're that expert and you have to turn around and figure out how am I going to get out of this? How am I going to pinpoint it? Where am I going to find the answer? With so many people, it's really, really hard because what happens is the first thing is you got to bruise your own ego, right? It, it's, it's like a club to the head that it's like, hey, you first have to admit to yourself that you don't know. You don't know the answer to why it is that you are in that position. And I, I've even experienced this recently going through and in in my business, working through BDC, and you're trying to figure out, look, where's the traffic? Where's the leads coming from? And normally, you know, my office is the go-to. You go in and you pull up the dashboards and you look at Google Analytics and you dive into everything and gosh, there it is, right? And so sometimes it's really hard to first admit that 
you don't know or I don't know the answer. That's one of the most difficult things is that fear of saying, I don't know, and where am I going to seek it out? You know, when you seek, you will find. And you got to find the right people. Like they say, iron sharpens iron. So you got to go find absolute awesome people that that you believe have the answers. Don't just, you know, this is one of those times that you probably don't just Google it and take the first returned result because that may not always be the solution. And what, what I did for this afternoon, I compiled four additional reasons why experts, especially leaders, people that are in those top roles are fearful to ask for advice of other experts. So here's the, well, there's five altogether. One being, obviously you have to admit that you don't know the answer. The next one is fear of being a bother to the other person. Like you're worried that you're going to annoy them or frustrate them. And you're saying, oh my gosh, this is something that's so easy. I just got to figure out where this is coming from. And you're worried to be a pain in somebody else's butt or to take up their time. Because it's supposed to be an easy answer, right? Well, if it was an easy answer, you'd have the answer to the question. The second one is fear of not wanting to owe someone something, right? There's that law of reciprocation. In other words, if I ask you something and you do provide me the answer, and especially if it's a really good one, gosh, I'm going to owe you in return. People don't want to feel indebted to other people. People that you're connected to, really good advisors and friends and connections, they're, they're not going to hold that over your head anyway. It's just a, a blank and vacant fear. The next one is fear of being embarrassed or appearing weak, fear of failure. We all have fear of failure. You're afraid that if you ask somebody else the question, you say, hey, I don't know the answer to this. I don't know where this traffic is coming from or where this traffic's not coming from. I don't know how to get to the next step in the sales process. I don't know why all of a sudden I'm not selling cars. You're afraid that that other person is going to take that and use it against you because they go, man, this guy's just weak sauce or this gal's just weak sauce, right? You're afraid and normally unnecessarily because most people, if they're really truly an expert, if they're a champion and they're a mentor, they're going to look at this as an opportunity to share something with you, to help grow you. That To me, if somebody asks me an opinion on something like that, I have gratitude. I'm excited, right? Because I have an opportunity to shine. Don't steal that opportunity from other people. Let them shine. Don't allow your own fears to, to soak you up, to eat you up, so that you're not willing to ask for somebody else's advice or opinion. And the last one is good old fear of rejection. That's right. You're worried that if you ask the person that you're seeking out that expert advice from, that piece of expert advice, you're worried they're going to tell you no. Well, I'll give you the number one reason. You want to know the number one reason that they will tell you no? is because they don't know the answer either. And if they don't know the answer either, here's the cool thing, is then you can make an even stronger connection because you can seek it out together. And there is a lot of satisfaction in seeking out an answer to a problem with somebody else. You get the high fives and all the, the excitement that goes along with it. You, you can develop a strong connection with somebody when seeking an answer alongside them. But the whole fear of rejection thing, it, it's not valid. I'm telling you it's not valid. The, because people genuinely, in most cases, they want to help. 
right? The, that, that's the only reason I could come up with as I was thinking about this and I'm taking notes and jotting stuff down. The only reason I could think of is that someone would tell you no is if they don't know either. That's all I could, that's all I could figure out. So that is my list of when you're seeking expert advice, when you're looking for expert opinions and you are the expert or you're the leader, if you're asking for help, then I'm telling you the number one thing, knock all the fear out of it. Because first, it's really tough to admit to yourself that you don't know the answer. And then you have these fears set in. You overcome that. Stay teachable. Keep growing. Keep just, you know, constantly asking questions. Ask really good questions of other experts and you'll learn. And in that two-way communication while you're going back and forth, often they'll learn from you also. You can develop some really strong, you know, mentor-mentee relationships back and forth and good friendships if you do that. So stay teachable and keep growing. That's the, the, the best advice that I could offer, that I could say right now as far as becoming a leader or becoming an expert in an area is make sure you continue to learn and grow. So that is my message today on the front. Thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. Remember, I do this every single Wednesday and Sunday. And if you got something out of this episode, make sure you give it a thumbs up. Share it on your social media. I would really appreciate that. And until we speak next, I hope you have an absolutely fantastic day. We'll talk to you soon.